This is Matt Hurt at Obsessive Viewer on Twitter. This is Tiny at Obsessive Tiny on Twitter. And this is Mike White. You can find me at I am Mike White on Twitter. And this is ObsessiveViewer.com's The Obsessive Viewer Podcast. Hello and welcome to The Obsessive Viewer. We're a weekly movie and TV podcast that covers a specific topic, be it genre, trope, movie, or show. Each episode, you can find back episodes at ovpodcast.com, find the blog at obsessiveviewer.com, and you can also subscribe to the subreddit at r slash obsessiveviewer. And if you want to help support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash obsessiveviewer, where I'm 99% sure I have it set up right. And uh, <laughs> Or you can simply leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. It seriously helps us out a ton and gets the podcast uh, higher in the rankings and everything. So if you haven't done it yet, um, please do. It's uh, We'd really appreciate it. So, guys, Mike, you're, you're back for an episode. I am. I am fulfilling my contractual obligations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you effing better. That sounds so bad. That's... Yeah, I'm back for uh, back for a handful, the, the nice. small handful. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Very got nice. some time. Well, welcome back. Welcome back, uh, Tiny. How you doing? I'm magnificent. Good. My brother got married over the weekend. He did. It was fun. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Were you the best man? I was the best man. Nice. <laughs> the better man. Did not drop the rings. Good nice. deal. So nice. that's good. Yeah. Good Didn't deal. pawn him or anything either. Oh, uh, see, that's thought about it. Thought about it. I would have yeah. done it. <laughs> I, the underlying thing of that of that comment was, I need money. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. So anyway, um, today yes. on the podcast, today on the hundred and sixty sixth episode of the podcast, um, we are doing something a little bit different. We're not going to do like a, a big news segment like we've been doing, and we're most likely going to skip potpourri. What we're doing is. What we're calling the Summer Box Office Challenge. Um, I mentioned it last week. It's uh, basically blatantly ripped off of Slash Filmcast, which they do the last two years. They've been doing a box office or a, a summer movie wager where they guess the top 10 box office results at the end of summer, at the beginning of summer. So, you know, uh, they. Members of that podcast have been doing it for a long time ago. It, re- it dates back to. Uh, to the totally rad show um a decade ago and uh wow. yeah oh yeah that's awesome oh yeah so nice and it's it's really interesting so i figured we would crib that from them and uh i i kind of wanted to put our own kind of unique spin on it so uh, well for starters it's obsessive right and uh and it's called the box office challenge not a movie wager. Yeah. Um, totally different. Yeah. So, and I wanted to, are, okay, I'm just, this, there's really no way to say this. Like, I can't just, I can't just throw this out there without prefacing it, but are you guys ready to hear a good joke? Oh, sure. I, yes. Okay. Um, you know, it's fitting that we have this podcast where we've named a segment Potpourri, and now we're having a summer BO challenge. Oh my god, my size! I'm gonna hurts. put a cricket sound drop <laughs> on on my end. <laughs> um, oh my god! Oh, uh, I'm so sorry. But anyway, uh, should we introduce the actual concept of it? You smell Do nice, it. Matt. You don't have beer. Oh, thank you. Yes. We'll wait until the end of summer. I'm gonna win this thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but the actual concept is we have each. Taken a taken a list of all the like wide release movies that are coming out over the summer, and we have placed them placed the ten that we think are going to be the most uh, profitable or the most the the highest grossing domestically at the end of summer, and we've put them in a list that is going to be our uh, guesses for the top ten box office results at the end of summer. These movies are from the first week in May, so this weekend, and uh, between now and the and and uh, Labor Day weekend. Okay. So th- those are the parameters, and to kind of put our own unique spin on it, we've got we're we're making a list of of the top ten movies, and then each one we've set our best estimation of what the uh, domestic box office results will be for it. So how much it will earn over the, its domestic run over the summer. Which is the toughest part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, I really have a feeling that I'm going to look like an idiot even reading this off because I don't know if I if I overestimated or underestimated. So so we've got all this set up, and 
I okay, so we're going to do that, and then we also have some bonus, some bonus criteria, like a, like four bonus questions that will also factor into the point system. Um, so the point system actually is we get two points if you guess a movie's gross within ten million dollars without going over, and uh, one point per correct movie placement on the list. So if I get number five, if my number five movie comes in at number five, I get an extra point there. And uh, also, if you guess the correct number one uh, movie, you get an additional three points. And if you guess the correct number ten movie, you get an additional two points. So, like, say say my first pick, my, my number one movie of the year, of, of the summer, is Bad Moms. And say that... Uh, <laughs> say, say it does... Uh, I like my odds here. Right. <laughs> Say it does Avatar numbers and gets number one at the box office. Yeah, so as since, it should. Right. So since I've picked it, I would get an additional three points to my score. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and then the bonus, the bonus questions are worth what three bucks a, or three points a piece, I would say. Okay. This episode's show notes will actually have a full rundown of the entire thing. Um, which you can find at obsessiveviewer.com slash OV166 or in your podcast app when you're listening to this. So, um, yeah, so are we good with this, guys? Let's do it. Let's do it. Sweet. Okay, so... Um, we sounded like the Power Rangers right there, Tiny. <laughs> Let's do it! At the Let's same do it. time. Huh. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the way that we're going to be doing this is each one of us, we're going to basically run down our uh, six through ten for, or, uh, or I'm sorry, we're going to run through our top five individually, and then we'll do, after we do that, we'll do our six through ten and then our bonus questions. Um, yeah, so first of all, before we actually get started into the meat of it and everything, how do you guys feel about this summer going into it? Uh, you, when I looked at my l- completed list and I kind of looked at years prior to compare, I think it's going to be a low-grossing summer. I was going to say the same thing. There's no Jurassic Park. There's no $600 million movie. And I'm sorry if I'm jumping the gun here on our game, <laughs> no. but there there is no there is no big one unless unless we're totally sideswiped by a movie. And it's funny you mentioned Jurassic Park because there is there is a Jurassic Park on this list. There's Independence Day Resurgence, but yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, but there's no way I I just I don't think it'll have. We'll we'll get into the actual yeah. discussion of it, but um, but you're right. I don't like even going into last summer. I kind of thought like, yeah, Jurassic World could be pretty good, and it it could actually be pretty awesome. I had no idea it was going to make as much money as it did. Yeah, but I went did. in. Yeah, I went in with the expectation that it would be a big hit. Right. Uh, Tiny, what do you think of the summer? Uh, I agree with Mike. I think it's going to be a, a down year. I don't think I don't think any of these are going to hit six hundred million. Um, I don't. There's no Star Wars either. You know. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I think overall it'll be it'll be less. But doesn't mean there's nothing good here. I think there's a lot of good stuff. It's just you know I think they have niche markets, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, it 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 like appeals to a specific market, and it's not going to you know bring everyone out. Uh. I don't think any of these are going to bring out a wide array of people, I guess. Right. I don't know. Here's a question. Maybe I'm jumping the gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Star Wars going to be the highest grossing movie of the year? I actually think we had this exact same conversation last year. Uh, that's <laughs> did we? Big, uh, we did, but that's a really we, good Yeah, question. we did. But now, now the question is, you know, a movie that came out December 18th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're kind of looking, we'll talk about our list. Maybe let's, let me, let's save that for the end. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Which, which I get if it, listeners, if you're confused, um, we're, we're only talking about summer movies and we're yes. talking about the summer gross, um, between the beginning of summer and, and Labor Day. Right. Exactly. And, uh, you can play along with us and everything, um, if you have a list too, uh, email us and let us know what it is so that uh, we can know how stupid we look <laughs> after we do ours. Um, so yeah, so let, let's go ahead and get into our lists. Um, Mike, why don't you go ahead and start us off, or would you rather go third? I w- yeah, I'd actually okay. rather not, just because I want to hear you guys' money. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry, and I know that's kind of cheating, but I think no, mine no, are. No. S- I told I I I guessed for the year. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of going to bank on what you guys thought. 
Okay. Soccer. That's fine. Uh, Tiny, do you want me to go first? Sure. Okay, to kind of set set us up here. Set the um, tone. Please do, dear leader. All right. <laughs> so, okay, so my num- my one through five. I'm going to go, I'm going to start with number one. Um, <laughs> I I think the number one movie at the box office is going to be Finding Dory. Okay. With yep. uh, my guesstimation for its uh, domestic box office growth. Throughout the summer is going to be uh, a cool $380 million. Okay. Uh, $380 million. And kind of my reasoning for that is I kind of went through box office results for the summer uh, of the years that past Pixar movies came out. I don't remember the actual numbers or anything, but I remember, you know, this is... I feel like it's a good estimation because I I want to say that uh, Monsters University kind of was comparable to it. I inflated it a little bit because I think Monster, Monsters University, I think it was fairly lower than this, but uh, I bumped it up because Finding Nemo, I feel, is a lot more respected than, than Monsters, Inc. is, or it's, it's looked upon as more of a classic than Monsters, Inc. is, at least from my perspective, so... So that's my number one is Finding Dory with $380 million. And then uh, my number two is pretty much, of course, it's uh, Captain America Civil War. I think it's going to just demolish with uh, the d- domestic box office take of $359 million. That's my guess. Um, my reasoning for that is I went through and I went through the uh, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Cap 1, Avengers, all the, all the Marvel movies and all the, well, really just the two Avengers movies, the two previous Captain America movies and the three Iron Man movies. And I looked at it as Avengers made 623 million. And then on the cusp of that, Iron Man 3 made 409 million. And then Avengers 2 went on to make 459 million. So I kind of, I kind of, you know, guessed it around 359 million because it's it's a big product it's a big property and i feel like it's going to be just less than avengers 2 i could be completely wrong because the buzz is ridiculously good for this movie yeah and we're actually going to be reviewing it next week so hopefully i'm not too uh too stupid (laughs) or hopefully i'm not proven too uh too wrong on this uh number three is independence day resurgence um i don't know i i my guess for the box office take for that is two hundred ninety-eight million nine hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> um, and I don't know. I last summer really everyone was blown away by Jurassic World getting a ridiculous, um, ridiculous success, and I feel like I feel like the obvious choice for tops at the box office would have been an Independence Day Resurgence. It's a twenty-year-old property. It's it's a not a reboot, but it's a it's a sequel to it. So it's playing on the nostalgia the nostalgia of the um, of the audience. But I don't think it's going to perform nearly as well as uh, as Jurassic World did. It's a legacy sequel. Yes, exactly. Like Creed. Right. <laughs> and then uh, number four, I've got X Men Apocalypse at two hundred twenty five million and one dollar. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Um, no, X-Men Apocalypse, it's, this franchise is so interesting because, uh, I, the first X-Men, okay, so, so the, how many, three, the three Brian Singer X-Men movies grossed over their, their respective summers. Uh, the first X-Men was 157 million. Uh, X2 was 214 million, and then Days of Future Past was only 233 million, but that, that 233 million was, uh, just about 100 million more than the last three X-Men movies. And it was the first X-Men movie to hit the top 10 since X-Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> so, I think that it's going to definitely hit the top 10, cause the, cause I think the trailers are going to be, the trailers look like they're, it's pretty good. The, the latest one I've heard is really good. I, I haven't actually seen it. Um, so I think it's going to hit number four and, uh, I think it's going to get there at two twenty-five million uh, and one dollar. Um, finally, number five is, uh, this is the one I'm not too sure about. It's Suicide Squad. Um, 
it's coming out late in the summer, kind of early August. So I don't know if it'll have the uh, the time the tra- the it would have to gain traction out of the gate in order to to break the top ten in the way that I want it to, um, according to this list. But also, people are coming off of Batman v Superman, which yes made a ton of money, but I mean the 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 critical and audience response to that was not that favorable. So. I don't know. It's a gamble, but I think Suicide Squad is going to hit number five at $215 million. <sighs> So, uh, Tony, wow. what, do you, what do you guys think? <laughs> um, you you did a lot more uh, research than I did. <laughs> <laughs> I sit at a desk all day doing nothing. So, wow. wow. Yeah. Um, I did this on my lunch break <laughs> at work, uh, and it took like my whole lunch break. So, that's I, I understand. Why he that. gets 25 minutes. <laughs> no, I get an oh. hour. Oh, nice! Oh, look at you! Yeah, Mister Hour Lunch Break. I don't get to take it that often, though. Oh, I I just have a thirty minute lunch break. <laughs> um, well, for mine, uh, my numbers are substantially different than yours. <laughs> um, but the, I mean, the, uh, I think our picks are pretty close. I mean, they're not nothing crazy. Yes. Um, my number one is actually Independence Day Resurgence. Wow. Uh, I know. Interesting. I think it's gonna wow. I think it's gonna it's gonna pick up on that nostalgia thread that, mm-hmm. that uh the Jurassic Park picked up on and found so successful. Um I'm 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 putting it at four hundred and fifty million. Interesting. Yeah. See I was much so... much like Independence Day, uh or much like Jurassic World didn't need Laura Dern, Independence Day doesn't need Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean I think I think that was such a I don't know if that was a decision or if it was like a a mistake or I mean I don't know what happened there but I think they should have shelled out the extra 50 million or however much yeah. Will, yeah. Will Smith would have wanted for that movie because yep. it would have made it back for yeah, sure. It would have mm. probably triple fold or whatever. Oh, yeah. um, and that's my it's funny when you said how much when you said how much you uh you expected it to make like when I was making my list I was like am I lowballing everything <laughs> so I'm kind of curious how it's going to shake out see and I, I have the feeling that I'm over overpricing everything mm-hmm. if you will um but we'll see I th- I think I think that the, the reason I'm kind of going high on a lot of these is I think some of them might be a, a surprise right and some of them are kids movies you just never know what they're going to do right um, yes yeah, yeah those are always hard but uh I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty confident Independence Day to be the number one. Um, it's got like nine weeks to do it because it comes out yeah. last week or last week of June. Right. Um, so it's got it's got a while. It's got some time. So I I think it can do it. I think it can. Hmm. Uh, so that's my number one. Number two is Captain America: Civil War Part One. Um, part one. Isn't it Civil War? Mm-mm. I thought there's going to be two Civil Wars. No. Well, I mean, it is Part One, but. There's now an intended part two. <laughs> well, crap. <laughs> that just, that, Mike. That sounded like a. Uh, that sounded like such a condescending thing. Like, like <laughs> I know, a condes- I'm sorry, Tiny. <laughs> they really did. I know. I'm sorry. I love you, Tiny. I, my feelings are hurt a little. <laughs> I didn't mean for. Uh, that's just. How, that's just my voice. That's just my sound. I'm no. Kidding. I just. I just. It's uh, Infinity War Part One. That's, that's what, what I'm thinking of. With. They're. So Captain America: Civil War, um, uh, I, I'm I'm putting it in at 395 million. Again, high. I think that's high. I, there's a good chance it won't hit that that number. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't. I'm I'm going high because I think one of these is going to surprise us. Yes. And if I don't get the placement right in my top ten, I want the uh, number amount to be right. So that's kind of how I'm playing it. That's funny. If it if it breaks, let me say that I don't think your numbers are too high. Okay. Or just compared to mine. I mean, I was kind of surprised when I saw that uh, Age of Ultron made, like, what, $450 million last year? I mean... Oh, I don't know. I thought it was more than that. I mean, I think overall... Yeah, 459 Yeah, I think overall it might have made, like, 600 Something or like 500 that. and some, but, you know, we're talking about a set amount of time here. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, and it's got all summer to do it, so... Right. I, I, think, I think there's a chance that could happen. Um, number three is Finding Dory. Um, I, I think Matt was wise to choose it as his number one. I think there's absolutely a chance it could be number one, uh, and not only be number one, but, you know, crack four or 500 million. Um, it's doable. Is that one coming out? 
I wish I would have written the dates down. June seventeenth. So it's got some time too. It's yeah. got ten weeks. That's Popcorn weekend. It's completely doable that it could crack four hundred million nice. mm-hmm. in that amount of time. So um, I'm looking forward to that movie. And a lot of these movies have. Uh, I, I should have mentioned this at the beginning, but a lot of these ma- movies have franchise power. Right. Their yeah. sequels uh, or their resurgences. <laughs> um so and you know Jeez. the first three have that going for them um but you know finding dory i think is a little special mm-hmm. because uh uh finding nemo is the favorites of a lot of yeah. pixar fans um very much beloved yeah and and i think people have been wanting a sequel for it um as opposed to a lot of the other Pixar movies that they've made sequels to people didn't even want them right. but i think people are really excited to see this one so uh that's my number 3 Number four, X-Men Apocalypse. Um, I think uh, the last X-Men movie really got people excited just from just from a story standpoint. Mm-hmm. It brought the two franchises together um, and just th- this awesome timeline stuff. And it's like we're getting a whole new story out of X-Men. Um, and I think it's one of the most formidable villains they've ever faced. Um, I think people are going to be excited for it. Uh, I picked it for 345 million. Um, again, very ambitious numbers. Um, but I'm hoping it works out. So, uh, then my number five is, uh, the secret life of pets. Interesting. I picked that for 320 million. Um, I, I think it's going to be one of those runaway kids movies. Mm-hmm. That's just like, people are like, Oh my God, that movie made $300 million. I, I think it has the potential to do that. Um, the, you have animated, you have, PG or G rating, and it's about pets. Right. So people are going to go nuts for it. Um, I just, <laughs> yeah. I think it'll pull in a, a rake in a ton of money. So, so my number five. Nice. Good numbers. Yeah. Thank you. I like it. I like it a lot. So, is that me then? Yeah. It's what, all you, buddy. What do you got for us? Okay. So, my number one and number two uh, uh, are interesting. And I, and I think they could really shake out either way. Um, but I will say, the reason I picked number one over number two, um, oh, why did I do that? Well, uh, okay, um, the 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 dollar amount that I give the the movies, uh, I think, will be wider by the end of the year. So my number one is Finding Dory. Nice, nice. At four hundred and ten million, uh, it, it, it's not even just beloved amongst Pixar fans. I think I've told this story before, um, but in my classroom at the beginning of the year, when we talk about like plot diagramming, mm-hmm. uh, and I play a little game where you have to vaguely uh, introduce a plot using the the plot points, but you can't list names. Um, and then the class has to guess what your movie or your story or your book is. Uh, and I had to ban Finding Nemo because <laughs> without fail in every class, every year, somebody would do Finding Nemo. And sometimes multiple kids would do Finding Nemo. Wow. And it's not like out of four groups. So like four movies per class, which is to say – 16 movie choices a day at most i would get four finding nemos oh my I'm not gosh kidding. and so yeah. what so what is what is the uh the thing that you have to do you, they have to name a plot without naming so the we're doing like plot right the elements of plot the introduction mm-hmm. the rising action the climax uh and the not not the introduction i'm sorry exposition mm-hmm. rising action uh climax denouement okay, okay? Uh, and then so they have to describe four parts of the plot of a movie without using, um, like, specifics, right? Okay. Locations, so, character names, and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. A, uh, there is a boy who is a moisture farmer who meets a <laughs> wizard, uh, and they want to go into space, so they go into space. In the rising action, the uh, large ship uh, sucks in the smaller ship, in the climax, the big ship blows up, and in the denouement, uh, the characters receive medals. Star Wars. Okay. And oh. So they anyway they do they do Finding <laughs> Nemo without fail across the board. Nice. Gotcha. So four hundred and ten million uh, Finding Dory at four hundred million, and I did this close uh, because obviously Civil War has a little more time, um, and I, uh, it's possible that Civil War will do more. I, I don't know. Uh, number two is Civil War for me. Wow, four four hundred million. So far, we're matched up uh, for our for our placement. So we are, 
except my number three, and this is a big drop off, three hundred and forty million is Angry Birds. Oh, wow. interesting. Yeah, I went a I went a similar oh. route as Tiny. I I think I looked back at uh, a recent history and man, animated movies, especially mm. when they're the right ones and they hit the right crowd, um, they just have legs. Uh, and I think Angry Birds is is the type of property that could explode. See, uh, with with that, like I didn't put that on my list at all. Um, I actually went through all of the movies in our in our list, and I kind of gave an estimate on the amount that they that they'd make. Yeah. And Angry Birds actually came out like just under the gun. Actually, I probably should have included it in the top ten, but that's neither here nor there. But um, <laughs> yeah. But I guessed it at like 178 million. But uh, my whole thing with that is that. I don't, I don't think that Angry Birds, the game, is in the cultural cl- consciousness enough. No, not as much, but yeah. it still is, and and boy, it used to be. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, yeah, I, that's I think kids care. I think kids will want to see it. I, I could be way off. That's my. Uh, it's it's one of maybe two. Uh, I think bold picks. Mm-hmm. So moving on at three hundred million, I've got X Men. Um, Another match for me. <laughs> what's that? That's my number four as well. Interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, X Men. I don't know that it'll do that well. I don't think mm-hmm. Days of Future Past did all that well. And while I think some people are excited, uh, I, if there were more superhero movies coming out this summer, which has happened in year. year years past mm-hmm. um i think this would be lower on the list but because there's two three something like that uh that's that's kind of why i gave it my number four um and for kind of some of the same reasons you guys have already said my number five is independence day okay did you say how much uh how much you want x-men to make x-men is 300 million okay. independence day is 260 million okay all right interesting uh quick question for you guys do you think that deadpool's performance is going to make people want to see the uh see x-men apocalypse more because hmm. deadpool was freaking a, a monster I, yeah. I i actually had it listed it's made it made uh 361 million dollars gosh N- no i don't think so really? i don't i don't think the people that um uh, the people that understand the connection between those movies are not the reason that movies make millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. Very true. Okay, sure. Right? It's it's kids and moms and dads, and they don't they don't they don't know that Deadpool and X Men is the same thing. Okay. I mean, right. they know they know that it's right. Marvel. They know it's in the same universe, but they don't know that it's a Fox property. They don't they don't care. Agreed. Right. Right. So yeah, number five, uh, Independence Day. I, I, like I said, I don't know that it's a weak in terms of quality, but in terms of like box office explosion movies, mm-hmm. uh, I think in, it's kind of a weak summer. So yeah. Independence Day, just as kind of one of the few huge action movies, uh, huge properties, I, I, I you kind of have to give it number five. Okay, I can understand that. Would you guys have? Where would you guys have put Jurassic World? in in the in the list if we had done this oh, last year. Oh gosh, honestly, maybe mm. 9 or 10, maybe. I would have put it in the bottom 5. Really? 7 7 to 10, somewhere in there. I think Well, I I I guess I would have I would have anticipated the Chris Pat fact Chris Pratt factor, I suppose, mm-hmm. but man, Jurassic Park 3 sucks. <laughs> yeah. And yes. made nothing and people know that. And I just mm-hmm. I I I guessed that it would be people were like another Jurassic Park. I, I don't know, I was surprised. Interesting. Yeah, I probably would have put it at number five, just because I just I just thought that it would it would have been. Uh, I think the Chris Pratt factor also also factored into to my thinking of it because I was I wasn't as yeah. blown away by its success. I mean, I was blown away by its success, but I wasn't as blown away as everyone else seemed seemed to have been. But mm-hmm. that's neither here here nor there. That's last year. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> We're rhyming uh, now. Uh, yeah. Oh, you've been away for a long time, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast took a weird turn without me. Uh, I'm just kidding, though. Psych, because I said Mike earlier. Anyway, uh, that was too much time. Wow. Ouch. So, Ouch. So why don't we go ahead and go through my 6 through 10? Does that sound good? Do it. Okay, so my 6 through 10 uh, begin as, far- as follows. Um... <laughs> Number six is Jason Bourne, 
with uh, $200 million. My line of thinking with this, I didn't actually list the uh, rest of the franchise here, but, I mean, it's Paul Greengrass returning with Matt Damon. Matt Damon. And <laughs> uh, and the trailers look cool. It looks like it's going to be a different, a different style. It, I mean, it looks darker, and, and it looks... It's, I mean, when I think of the rest of the movies, the rest of the Jason Bourne movies, I I kind of equate it with, like, vibrant um action sequences in daylight kind of kind of thing i don't really see this nighttime thing and i, I something about the at least the first trailer was just it's very dark and very uh secretive i guess and i think that it'll be a nice uh return to form hopefully and uh hopefully the box office reflects it i have it listed as uh 200 million dollars okay um, number seven, this I'm a little shaky on, and this is kind of the interesting thing about this bottom half is, uh, we don't really know, <laughs> um, like this is where it gets kind of, kind of tricky because this is the interesting part, I think. And Absolutely. that's, and we kind of talked about, I think that's why we started with one through five. They're the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this part will get fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And cause my line of thinking with these were that, was that, um, <laughs> it got I, I've been kind of lowballing the uh the numbers for each movie in this list, but these lower ones, it's it's kinda weird because when you get low enough, you kinda have to think about, okay, well, how much like how much is the box office gonna be for these lower ones and and uh how much are they going to how low do they need to be considering that they didn't make a higher on higher on the list. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So anyway, um, my number seven is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Out of the Shadows, uh, mm-hmm. with uh, a box office take of one hundred and ninety-seven million dollars. Which honestly, I don't know if that's uh, that's anticipating or or if that's uh, bigger or lower than <laughs> or uh, than it than it will end up being. Um, the Rotten Tomatoes score for uh, the first one is not that favorable. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and, to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I enjoyed myself when I saw it in the, in the theater. I thought it was, I thought it was kind of fun, but I know a lot of people weren't really that crazy about it. And I haven't actually seen much in terms of trailers um, except for uh, the first one. And I mean, it just, it looked okay, but I don't know. I kind of, I think that, It'll it will surprise us and at least at least make number seven at 197 million. And then uh, number eight is uh, the Secret Life of Pets, and <laughs> I wanted to put this on here because I uh, I'm I'm excited for because I, I love this style of animation where it's it's like uh, it's a secret look at a, a anthropomorphizing something or some things. That's the same word. <laughs> um, it's anthropomorphizing something in everyday life that wouldn't ordinarily have human characteristics. And I mean, the secret life of pets, it's, it's the title alone. Uh, I hope will, or I think will draw a crowd. Um, I have a feeling that it might, uh, I think tiny, did you have it in your top five? Yeah, it's my number five. Yeah. I think you might be more along the lines of what it's going to be than I am because I've listed at 195 million and one dollar. Um, and I was listening to a podcast today, and they were talking about the prospective box office take for *The Secret Life of Pets*, and they mentioned that *Zootopia* kind of maybe primed audiences for it, so that could be a kind of a big factor of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, any kid who has a puppy or a cat or or any kind of pet, they're gonna see it and be like, "Oh, I wonder what little little Jones does during the day." <laughs> um, hell, I think about that with pizza. Was that an alien but reference? It was. Nice. It was. I like it. Nice. <laughs> I, I'm so glad you picked up on that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. So that's my number eight, and then uh, number nine is actually this is. Uh, it's so depressing to say this is kind of a shaky one because I'm not sure how this is going to go. But my number nine is uh, Star Trek Beyond. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm kind depressing of... Depressing because it's so low on your list? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, okay, so this year is the um, 50th anniversary of the original Star Trek series. 
And so it's it's a monumental year for this franchise and for this brand. And we got the first teaser with Star Wars The Force Awakens in December. And like immediately after that teaser, we uh, 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 Simon Pegg, who co-wrote the script and, of course, is in the movie, he came out and said, oh, that's not what the movie's going to be like. It's not like that. Since that time, we haven't seen anything. Nothing. Um, nope. Nothing. And uh, and it's May now. And I I just, I don't know. I, I That makes me so nervous. And uh, I guess they were at, I guess, at, at CinemaCon, which is like a... A, a showcase for for um, theater exhibitors and, and uh, theater owners and stuff like that. Okay, mm-hmm. they were at CinemaCon and Simon Pegg was even there, and they didn't they didn't say anything about about Star Trek at all. And uh, that's that's alarming. I don't know. And they also just recently went in um, uh, to do reshoots on it, like fairly recently, like when this late in production, and they actually added a character to it. Oh wow! In those reshoots, so. I mean that just that just makes me really on edge and makes me think that it could be a disaster. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, so having said that, I don't know if I'm more nervous that uh, it made my list at all and is going to wreck this game, or that I have uh, um, over overhyped the amount that it's going to make. I have it listed at 145 million dollars. Okay. So I don't know, but it it has me nervous. I'm I'm very. Uh, very curious how that's going to shake out with that. And uh, finally, my number 10, this was kind of tricky, but my number 10 is uh, The Conjuring 2. Uh, at, okay. Yeah, at $100 million. And uh, I feel like... Wow. I, yeah. Do wow, you, okay. Do you say that because it's low or high? No, I don't think it'll be in the top 10. Okay, interesting. Uh, yeah, I think that's high. Yeah, I see, I don't know. My reasoning for that is... I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, uh, I just, I know that a lot of people love the original and, uh, I, I even, I really enjoy it too. And the trailers don't really look that appealing to me really, but I, it has the fan, the fan backing of the original that I think that people will show up to see it. Um, in terms of horror this summer, We've got a couple movies here. I think that that movie, The Darkness, with uh, is it Kevin Bacon? Mm-hmm. I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was great! <laughs> nice. Oh my god. <laughs> so anyway, so I don't think there's much. Uh, Jesus, there's much in terms of. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're fine. <laughs> But uh, I don't think there's much in terms of horror. There's uh, The Shallows, which uh, no one has any... Okay, um, good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's The Shallows with, I think, Blake Lively's in it. I, I don't. I saw one teaser for it, and it doesn't really give away that much story or anything, but I, I don't know. It doesn't... It looks like a good... I don't think it'll be any uh, difference for that. Also, The Purge uh, election year is coming out, but I think those... And this, I might be putting my foot in my mouth here... And I could be proven wrong at the end of summer, but I think purge the purge movies are developed and created because they don't need to make a big box office uh, dent in order to make their money back. So I yeah. so I think horror this summer I feel like it's going to belong to The Conjuring too because uh, the first one made a made a big splash, and uh, I think they get they got the same actors and everything uh, to come back for it. So. I don't know. I think I think it could break the top ten, just barely at a hundred million dollars at the number ten spot. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So tiny. What's your six through ten? Um, my six through ten. Uh, the numbers are very hard on this. If you look at last year, uh, five and below, fifth place and below, uh, were all under two hundred million. So oh, wow. I mean, you know, your numbers. You really have to look at your numbers and. I mean, you could have a number ten that doesn't even crack a hundred million. Mm-hmm. It's it's just, or, or it could be two hundred million. You never know. It's just hard to. Right. The numbers get really hard on this one. So, um, my numbers are way off of last year. <laughs> uh, for number six, I put Suicide Squad. Um, okay. I I feel like there was just very waning enthusiasm for this when it was announced, but I think it's built a lot. I, I think at least the most recent trailer with the Queen song. 
playing over it. Mm-hmm. That has me more excited than anything I've seen on it before. I just think it was, I don't know, maybe it's just the just very good marketing on on the part of uh, Warner Brothers, but I thought it was awesome. So I, I have it at two hundred fifty-five million. Um, again, I think that number is too high, but uh, I, I think it has the ability to make two hundred fifty-five million. I just don't know if it'll do it before uh, Labor Day, but we'll see. Uh, number seven, I uh, have not heard this mentioned yet. Ghostbusters. Interesting. Yeah, and I'm picking that because you know when I think about it, every guy it, th- like this movie is appealing. Just the title Ghostbusters, the franchising, appeals to every guy that's our age or like between our age and like 50, mm-hmm. yep. right? Um, and then you throw in the fact that it has an all-female cast, so it's going to appeal to women. And it's uh, Chris and Wig and Melissa McCarthy are teaming up again. I think people are going to go nuts for it. Um, I think it's going to... I have it making $200 million. Um, I think it's going to make way more than that. Um but in the time span we're talking about, that's where I have it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I'm, I have a waning interest in it. I, mm. I don't know. Um, we'll see. <laughs> Honestly, I I hope that you're right. I didn't put it on my list because uh, I'm kind of scared by the the kind of backlash that it's been getting online. Yeah. Like, like what? Uh, well, just like the super misogynistic uh, people online, I feel like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. all that crap. Like I feel like that. Like that's a small. Uh, hope I hope like hell that that's a small section of of moviegoers. But I think that they're vocal. The uh, ha- as loud as they are about it, I feel like that could dent the box office take for that movie. Mm-hmm. And apparently, it's like the. I, apparently, it's like the the most down. Or the most disliked trailer on YouTube or something. Oh, like, wow. Like, people actually clicking dislike on, on the YouTube link. Well, now I'm regretting my choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I... Uh, yeah. Yeah, but those people are going to go see it just to see. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think. And, I, you know, I, I'm not crazy about the title. I, I wish it was a more true sequel. I, I wish, like, one of the characters was the daughter of one of the original characters. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Then again, we don't really know. We don't. We really don't know. No, we do. They have oh, said really? it is not. It is it has nothing to do with the events of the other one. They're, oh, really? They're learning how to catch ghosts for the first time. Oh, These yeah, are the first people okay. to learn how to catch ghosts. See, I, I don't. I'm not crazy about that. Personally, and tiny, I totally agree about the title because I really, I kind of wish that it was called Ghostbusters, but. God. Oh no! I don't know. You did not, oh, sir. Oh no! No. <laughs> I'm not okay with that. <laughs> that was a bad joke. <laughs> You're a bad I man. Like it. You're a bad man. So two hundred million dollars, number seven. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll see. I don't know. That that's one of those bold choices mm-hmm. uh, that Mike was referring to. That's one of mine. So right. uh, number eight, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows, hundred eighty-five million. No clue if it'll do that or not. I just, I mean, <laughs> I really actually really liked the first one. Like, nice. some people are like, you know, I had I had a lot of fun with it, but you know, there's, it's got a lot of problems. I I don't I can overlook the problems. No no problem. That's terrible phrasing. Um, but I I can overlook all that. I had a great time with it. I think it's a really fun movie. I mean, I mm-hmm. I just I I think it was good. Like I think it was a good movie. And then I it was maybe, fun. It maybe was, I'm an it idiot, was fun. but uh, <laughs> yeah. We're well, talking about turtles. Yeah, yeah, the first one. Have you guys seen it since the first time you saw it? I have not. I haven't either. <laughs> it's not. It's not good. It doesn't really? hold up. It's not good, but it's it's a fun time. Okay, it's a fun time. It could have just been the theater experience overshadowing the actual issues mm-hmm. of it. Um, yeah. So maybe I should have seen it again before I made that pick, but uh, I, is, I still think it'll make money. What is the William Fichtner line? I guess I guess April comes early this year. Or something, something like that. that. Yeah. yeah. I we laughed uncontrollably uncontrollably about that. Yes, if that if that kind of humor is in the in this movie, I hope that it get makes all the monies. Yes, and I say that without without being being funny like seriously, <laughs> right? I just respect that. Yeah. Uh, number nine, um, haven't heard this one yet either. Ice Age Collision Course. Interesting. Wow. Uh, I picked it for one hundred thirty five million. Um, kids movie, animated movie, those make money, man. And uh, <laughs> for some reason, the Ice Age franchise. Will not go away. Mm-hmm. I think this is the fourth or fifth. I think it's the fifth. Fifth. Gosh. I want to say fifth or sixth. It could be, <laughs> but I, I saw the first one like back when we were in high school. I was like, yeah, I like the Pixar movies, I like animated movies. Let's see what it does. I, it was just horrendous. 
I thought it was just terrible. Just mm-hmm. really, really, really bad. Phoned in voice acting, which is kind of a funny phrase, but um, I mean, just <laughs> like they weren't even trying for a lot of it. I, I was very disappointed with the first movie. Never saw any of the other ones. But I, I followed the franchise because I'm just like, why did they keep making these? <laughs> because they make money. And, you know, they, yeah. they've all made hundreds of millions of dollars, and I don't get it because they're terrible. Um, so $135 million, I did lowball the, the number, $135 million, number nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my number ten, uh, much like Matt, I agree with you 100%, Star Trek Beyond. Mm-hmm. I have it as my number ten. I hope it's number five and makes yeah. four hundred million dollars. But I'm, I hope it's good. Yeah, I, I just hope it's good. That's the, yeah, that's the most yeah, important thing. That's also that. Yeah. Um. I, I I loved the first one and I loved the second one almost more. I think. I think we all did. Mike, do you still love the second one? Oh, absolutely. That See, absolutely holds up. Yeah. And that's awesome. I I think that we're kind of in the minority. We are. Like, we are. People did not like it. I know, and it's and, unfortunate. Ugh. Yeah, I, I I thought it was great. So mm-hmm. I, I think well, yeah. Well, you know, and one of the things we talked about is like, the what what is this? What is this poor reaction? And I think you know we wrote about it. Yeah, yeah. A couple of years ago, and I, I think we were surprised. Right. Honestly, I kind of wonder if the reason that uh, that we liked it so much is I I don't know I. I'm not entirely sure if this statement is true, but uh, from my from my perspective, I don't think. Any any of the three of us have ever seen Wrath of Khan? I never have. I never have either. I haven't either. So uh, okay. I kind of wonder if maybe that's yeah what I it think is. You might be maybe right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I I think I think even fans like us are a little fatigued with the franchise, maybe, or maybe it's just it hasn't come to fruition, and people who are diehard Star Trek fans don't like it. Right. Um. And so they're going to see it just to see it, but I don't know. I like I said, I hope it's higher up. I hope it makes more money, but. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm being a making very conservative choices. So right. number ten, and I have it at 125 million. We'll see, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Mm. So Mike, uh, what do you what what are your uh, five through ten? Okay, so I'm not uh, I'm not going to be able to kind of compare to your guys because I'm going third and I forgot what you guys have said, but whatever. <laughs> um, so number six, I think that. Um, the Deadpool effect will have more on Suicide Squad, actually. So Suicide Squad is my number six. You guys still there? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That just silence, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to uh, say the amount. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two, uh, 210 million. 210, okay. 210, okay. Yeah. And my numbers are weird, so I'm you know, I'm not gonna bank on my numbers to win this game. But I think Suicide Suicide Squad is gonna be number six. Um I think maybe this is just my perspective. Uh, a lot of people disappointed in Dawn of Justice are are hoping for some sort of redemption uh in Suicide Squad. I think I think um the perception is that's what Suicide Squad is is promising us, that it will be better than uh Dawn of Justice. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if that's true. Uh, so. We'll see what happens. But I, I think that's what we're supposed to get out of it. So I've, I've got that at a number six, which might be high, but we'll see. Whatever. Well, also you got to take we got to take into account that it comes out the first week of August. It only has a month. Right. Oh yeah, that's so, true. So I mean, I think I think those numbers are not overly estimated. Over yeah, that's a good point. I might uh, have that way high. Whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have it at what two ten? I have it at two fifteen. Okay, well, I, so, I can see it making a hundred the first opening weekend. That, yeah, uh, yeah, who knows, right? Who yeah, knows? Right. who knows? Um, the fun of number this game. seven, I actually have Ghostbusters, and we kind of talked about this a lot. Uh, people, people loved Bridesmaids; they loved mm-hmm. it, and it made a lot of money. Uh, and I think people have been kind of waiting for that type of thing again. I, yep. um, I, man, I really hate sexism, but. Uh, the truth is, I, I think women are going to go see Ghostbusters. Women are going to go with their husbands, who are going to see it anyway. Yep. And I think as much as people have disliked it, or, you know, it's a lot easier, it's really easy to to click a, a, a down arrow on YouTube, right. uh, and then just go see the movie anyway, because you're going to go see the movie anyway. I think a lot of people are going to see Ghostbusters. Yep. Number yeah. seven. I like I said, I hope you guys are right. And also it's the Paul Feig effect also. Like he also did yeah. the heat. That was a big hit. Uh-huh. So Yep, true, 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 yeah. true. Um and then my number eight, by the way, Ghostbusters is hundred and eighty million. 
Okay. Okay. My number eight is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. Uh, I-, I think this this could really bounce either way. Um, I didn't want to put it high up because the the opinion of the first one is really really low, um, and I don't know that people are interested in seeing a sequel to a movie that most people thought was pretty bad. Um, Mm -hmm. Like I I think the first one made a good amount of money because people were interested. I think a lot of people won't go back to see this one. Mm -hmm. However, there is the inclusion of a lot lot of the cartoon characters that we loved so much. Krang and Bebop and Rocksteady are in it. Um, So I think that, I think that might be a draw. Casey Jones is in it. Um, so we'll so we'll see. TMNT at one sixty million. Okay. And then uh, I think I kind of just hopefully put uh, Star Trek uh, at number nine at one hundred and thirty million. Kind of the same things we've already said. Uh, what you guys have said already. I, this again, this could make no money because I I think the word of mouth is really low on it. There's not a whole lot to be said. Um, and I think the fact that we're not seeing a lot makes me think maybe the studio is not so impressed with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we will feel uh, the 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 J.J. Abrams factor is missing mm-hmm. from the movie. I, I think we feel it now. Um, yeah. So just uh, just I guess out of hope, I'm putting it at 130, uh, my number nine spot. It's and it's, I really struggled. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, it's really interesting too because I I just remembered that they are appar- apparently Paramount is already prepping Star Trek four. So, wow, really? Yeah, okay. I, ju- well, I just saw mind. that today. So never mind then. Yeah. Um, the other thing is my number ten is weird, and I and I really struggled with my number ten. Um, I initially had in there uh, Alice through the Looking Glass. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because the first Alice, which came. Out in 2010 uh, with with Johnny Depp, it, uh, was uh, the number two movie be- behind Toy Story three. Toy Story three. Wow. Number two. Wow. It was number two, which is unfathomable. I, I think it's I think it's harder to understand than the Jurassic World phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, it made a ton of money. Yeah, it's crazy. At number two. I think too much time has passed, though. Mm-hmm. Six years is a long time. Uh, the Johnny Depp bubble has passed, mm-hmm. has popped since 2010. Yeah. Um, and I and I just don't think anybody who really liked that one will kind of come out for that one again. So I kind of bumped it off my list. Uh, and at the last minute, I added Secret Life of Pets. Um because I, you know, I kind of I, I flipped a coin between Angry Birds and Secret Life of Pets, uh, and mm-hmm. I gave Angry Birds the high one. I think one of them will be really high, and then the other one will kind of uh, suffer because one of them is really high. And so I went Angry Birds high, Secret Life of Pets low at 110 million. Okay, okay. yeah, that's a good bet. So you got. So wait, do you have Secret Life of Pets at number ten? At number ten, correct. Okay, okay. And I what's your dollar amount on that? 110. 110. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, do we want to really briefly just, we don't need to do the numbers, but just count off our top 10. Sure. Go individually. Ahead. Okay. I'll start. Uh, number one, one through 10, I have Finding Dory, Captain America Civil War, Independence Day Resurgence, X Men Apocalypse, Suicide Squad, uh, Jason Bourne, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. Uh, the Secret Life of Pets, Star Trek Beyond, and at number ten, I have The Conjuring Two. Neither one of you guys had Jason Bourne on your list, did you? No, and I think I might be wrong. Interesting. We'll see. Uh, I'm gonna say no, and that's on purpose. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, I, I think that moment has passed as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. My number one: Independence Day, Captain America at two, Finding Dory at three, X Men at four. Uh, five, The Secret Life of Pets. Six, Suicide Squad. Seven, Ghostbusters. Eight, Ninja Turtles. Nine, Ice Age. And ten, Star Trek. Nice. I've got number one, Finding Dory. Number two, Civil War. Number three, Angry Birds. Uh, four, X-Men Apocalypse. Five, Independence Day. Uh, six, Suicide Squad. Seven, Ghostbusters. Hers. Eight, <laughs> uh, TMNT Out of the Shadows. Nine, Star Trek Three. Ten, Secret Life of Pets. Nice. So we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll work all this up after that. But we have four. Um, at the end of summer, we'll work all this up. But uh, we have four like bonus questions uh, that I threw in for bonus points um, in this whole thing. 
Okay, so uh, just rapid fire, we'll go through uh, these real quick because we've already talked about these movies. Um, the first bonus question is, which movie in the top ten will have the highest opening weekend performance? And uh, my pick is Captain America Civil War, and I think I'm going to be spectacularly low on this. Holy crap. <laughs> wow, I'm stupid. Um, I'm going to change this real quick. I'm sorry. Okay, after you change, you have to tell us what you had it at before. Okay. Yeah. Because I wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm going to say, and this might even still be, oh my God, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, what are you doing, Matt? I don't yeah. know. Okay. Uh, the opening weekend box office for Captain America on my bonus pick is going to be $250 million. I don't know if that's high or low because I had it at $100 million. Two hundred fifty. Wow. No wait, because I can't. Okay. No, you locked it in, Matt. <laughs> it's too late. Too late. Fair. That's fair. Because now I just realized, like, wait, how much did Star Wars make? Yeah. Oh. Oh my God. What did Star Wars do? Like two twenty? No. Like oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, because I was, I thought it was gonna make three ten, and like that was like inconceivable. Yeah. Oh man, I just screwed this up. Okay, I'll lock it in for two fifty. Two fifty million. Okay. All you, of my numbers are wrong. You had it at hundred, is that what you <laughs> I had? I had it at hundred. Okay. Which wow. is probably more respectable. <laughs> uh, okay, if but I'm I up, flipped out. Okay. Uh okay, so what did you guys have? If I'm up next Wait, you think a hundred is respectable? More uh, respectable than two fifty? Uh if we're going by the lowest lowest or, without going over, yeah. yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. 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 Um, so mine, I am, I am betting big on Independence Day. Really? Uh, Independence Day resurgence, 180 million. Nice. Yeah. Double down. Okay. That nostalgia weekend, that's what's going to happen, I think. <laughs> Doubling down. Does that come out the weekend before the fourth? Yeah. Yeah. That, it yeah, does. That'll yep. be, that'll be a big one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go then, Matt, with Civil War. Mm-hmm. I think hands down. Uh, that'll be the big one. It's a superhero movie. Superhero movies just do that. Uh, and I'm gonna steal Tiny's 180 million. All right, nice. Okay, so the next uh, bonus question is: Which movie in the top ten will have the lowest opening weekend performance? And again, my pick is so stupid. <laughs> then again, I'm saying which movie in the top ten. So this, well, this I want to change it already, but I'm not gonna change it. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with this one. Um, the Secret Life of Pets. Which is it's so it's so stupid because it's a kids movie. It's gonna do gangbusters, but and then nothing. <laughs> My pick for uh, opening weekend is uh, a respectable sixty million. Wow. Okay. Which man? Yeah, that's not. I'm not gonna get any of these bonus points. What did you? What did you guys think? <laughs> well, I didn't know it had to be in the top ten. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, sorry. Oh, so yeah. I picked something else. But uh, but of my top ten, I I think it'll probably be Star Trek Beyond. Um, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with about forty-seven million. Okay, just a, a nice odd number. <laughs> uh, Forty or uh, yeah, odd number, like forty-seven million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, mine's gonna be, I guess, just out of hopeful. Maybe not. I don't know what I'm being. Star Trek. Uh, and I'm gonna go with sixty-one million dollars. Okay. Okay. Opening okay. weekend. So the next uh, the next bonus question is, which movie in the top ten will have the highest Rotten Tomatoes score? And that's uh, per- the Rotten Tomatoes uh, percentage. Uh, my pick is Captain America Civil War at uh, 93%, which is pretty high. Okay. Uh, Tiny, what do you have? Uh, I'm going to go with Finding Dory at uh, 88%. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Finding Dory, 94%. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then finally, the last bonus question is, which movie in the top ten will have the lowest Rotten Tomatoes score? And I went ahead and picked uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows with uh, 25%. Nice. Uh, also, Ninja Turtles. Uh, oh, no. I'm going, I'm going with 36%. Okay. Yeah. 18%. <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious oh, that's i think awesome. people are gonna trash this movie <laughs> that's because so it awesome. made so much money and and people trashed the first one and mm. i just think like they have no there's no standard they can just do whatever they want and it's gonna make some money and it's gonna be an 18 percent rotten tomatoes right <laughs> it's interesting i was going through like my top my top 10 and this is reflected on all of ours too like for mine personally though the Secret Life of Pets is the only original uh, property uh, wow. on my list, and I think that's kind of telling. It is, yeah. 
Does Angry Birds count? No, it doesn't because it's something else, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the same same with mine. Yeah. yeah, we were kind of talking about this off the uh, off the air, but I think it would be interesting if I don't know about if one of us could do it, but if someone came up with, I think you could come up with a formula. Mm-hmm. Where you factor in all of these variables, all release the date, yeah, release date, genre, franchise, uh, competition, all this other stuff, mm-hmm. and you know have like twenty or thirty or forty variables, plug it all into a formula, and I think you could actually predict at least the top ten, maybe not the dollar amounts, mm-hmm. but I think you could predict it reasonably well, right? And it'd be interesting to see that work. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but I, and this is probably pretty stupid on my part, but I did not factor in which movies are in 3D and which ones aren't. Oh, I didn't either. Which that's going to make a big difference, yeah. I think. Wow. You think so? Oh, yeah. because uh, the dollar amount. Price? Higher ticket price, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I I don't really think of it all that much because the just the ticket price of a movie varies so much. It's true. Uh, that's true. Nationwide. I don't know. I, I think that I think that evens out. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, sure. So I think that's going to just about do it for us then. I think we're going to skip Potpourri because we we're recording a little late, and uh, it's a little late. It is. Bedtime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but before we go, I, uh, I actually meant to talk about this at the beginning of the podcast, but I just forgot. Um, a few announcements I want to make. Um, first of all, uh, which one should I do first? Um Okay, yeah, I'll end on that one. So, okay, so, um, Tiny, you mentioned this before a couple weeks ago, but, uh, you were on There Are Four Lights. I was. Uh, uh, uh from Nerds Domain. Uh, he was on episode 16. It's a Star Trek, uh, podcast where they review each episode of Star Trek one by one. Uh, Tiny was on episode 16, the Galileo 7. I thought you did a great job, by the way. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you, I think you said something about the subreddit and yeah, there's nothing on there. Okay. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> and we are on the Google Play store. I think you mentioned that. Too. Okay. I don't remember. But anyway, um, and I will be on that podcast again. It's called There Are Four Lights. I'll be on episode 19, which I think should be up by the time you're listening to this. Um, in that episode, I helped review, uh, t- tomorrow is yesterday, um, season one of Star Trek, the original series. And then also, um, if everything goes as planned, I will be on episode, I think it's 36 of Film Schlub's uh, Film Talk, where I will uh, be helping review Green Room, the latest movie from Jeremy Saunier, which who he did Blue Ruin a, a few years back. And mm-hmm. man, I got to just say, spoiler for that podcast, but you guys get, should definitely go see Green Room. Nice. It's super. It's really good. Yeah. Glad to hear that. that. Yeah. yeah. Mike, you haven't seen it yet? No, I ha- it didn't come to theaters around here. Oh, that sucks. That's Evansville for you. Yeah. Oh, man. If if you get a chance, you should definitely see it. This is the type of movie that you will just go crazy for. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's such a good uh, Venn diagram of my interests. Exactly. <laughs> Patrick Stewart, punk rock, uh, horror. Skinheads. People, people dying. Uh, skinheads. Racism. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, it's great. Did you ever see Blue Ruin? No. Uh, you. I think you'd like it. It's terrific. Oh, yeah. It's on Netflix. You should check it out. So, okay. Then finally, uh, to close out this episode, I uh, I relaunched my uh, podcast, my solo side project podcast that I mentioned uh, every episode uh, for a string of like a couple months last year and then did not say a word about because I stopped <laughs> posting it. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, I'm relaunching it. It's called Anthology. It's a podcast exploring science fiction anthology storytelling during television's first golden age, beginning with the Twilight Zone. And uh, like I said, I relaunched it. You can find it at anthologypod.com. It's on all the other, uh, it's on iTunes and all the other uh, podcatcher podcatchers and podcast platforms and all that. Um, and I've also kind of restructured it to where I where I used to review two episodes of the Twilight Zone each week. But now I'm doing one episode of The Twilight Zone and then a supplemental review of something related to that episode of The Twilight Zone. So, for instance, in the latest episode, uh, episode six, I reviewed an episode of The Twilight Zone and then the movie The Incredible Shrinking Man from 1957 uh, that was written by uh, Richard Matheson, who also whose short story was um, the inspiration for The Twilight Zone episode that I reviewed, which was titled And When the Sky Was Opened. 
Cool. So, yeah. So, again, that's at anthologypod.com. I'm really looking forward to really digging deep into that again and f- not doing, not having a prolonged hiatus again. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Well, and here it is May. I think we can announce this officially for the first time. Uh, We're pregnant. <laughs> no, uh, we got PopCon in like seven weeks. We do. Six, seven weeks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's exciting. That's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, the weekend of June 17th to uh, the whatever, the, the 19th, 17th. The yeah. weekend of June 17th. Right. Um. Yeah. I'm, yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We're going to have another booth and we're going to have uh, recording equipment at the booth to record the people at the convention. Totes. Yeah. I think I think the question we're going to ask uh, is what, or I don't know if I want to say it. Yeah, it's too um, soon. It's too soon. It's too soon. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so check us out at Indie PopCon, uh, June 17th, and uh, my solo side project podcast, uh, Anthology. And uh, I think that about does it. Uh, oh, I wanted to make this stupid joke. No, I'm not going to make this stupid joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, I think this about does it. So thank you for listening. And also, if you want to play along at home with our um, summer box office challenge, uh, our summer BO challenge, stop showering and please uh, let us know. I'm just... It's late, guys. It's yeah, so late. It is. It's that almost an, uh, That was unusual. It was. <laughs> um, no, send in your picks if you want If you want to participate in this. Uh, yeah, and and... That's about it. Next week we're doing Captain America Civil War. Yes, sir. Yes. Yep. And I will be back for that. Damn awesome. right you will. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't mean to be so forceful there. Yeah, jeez. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Mike. Just so nice. happy. All right. Thanks for listening, guys, and we will see you next week. Thanks. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I didn't want to kind of burn through the top ten, but we also have the... You guys did put the, the money down, right? I did. The what? How oh, much? how much money? Yeah. yeah, I did. Right. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you guys both have the $100 buy-in? Hilarious. <laughs> one of the, one of these days, that's that's not going to be <laughs> one of these days I'm going to be taken seriously, David. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's not today. Oh, um, right. Thank you for listening to The Obsessive Viewer, presented by ObsessiveViewer.com. You can find more of our episodes at ovpodcast.com, and you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or your preferred podcast app. The Obsessive Viewer's theme song is An Eclipse of Events and is provided by Loudlike from their EP Mistakes We Must Make. You can find that and more great music from them on iTunes and like their Facebook page at facebook.com slash loudlikemusic. Any and all feedback on the podcast is encouraged. You can email the hosts individually at matt, tiny, or mike at obsessiveviewer.com or send an email to the podcast in general at podcast at obsessiveviewer.com. Check out the Obsessive Viewer blog at obsessiveviewer.com where we post movie and TV reviews and the occasional editorial about the business of entertainment. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the obsessive viewer and follow us on Twitter at obsessive viewer at obsessive tiny and at I am Mike white. If you want more obsessive content in your life, check out our sister site, obsessivebooknerd.com for book reviews, author spotlights and a general celebration of reading. Finally, if you're philosophically curious, check out Tiny's side project podcast, The Secular Perspective, which explores the concepts of faith, religion, and existence from the perspective of secular hosts. You can find that at thesecularperspective.com and subscribe to the podcast on the podcatcher of your choice. Again, thank you so much for listening. We love you. Be excellent to each other. Matt Damon. <laughs>